This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball season, it comes and goes. But Crawford Bach just flows and flows. It's the Bach to drink any time of year. You don't need a reason because it's a dang good beer. You can rock the Bach at a music festival or rodeo, Shakespeare in the Park, or Lowrider Car Show. It's the Bach for bonfires and happy hour, South Padre, even your next baby shower. So share a Crawford Bach anytime with your favorite gals and bros. And when baseball season comes back, let's go Strohs! This episode of Astrocast is brought to you by Carbach Brewing. Carbach Brewing. Today, the Houston Astros play game three of the American League Division Series against the Oakland A's at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. And the Astros are hoping to wrap up this series today, have a two-games-to-none lead after a 5-2 win over the A's yesterday. Framber Valdez was outstanding, giving up two runs over seven innings. George Springer, a multi-homer game, had three runs batted in as the Astros one game away, one win away from advancing to the American League Championship Series for fourth straight year. Let's take a look at today's pitching matchup presented by Houston Methodist. Houston Methodist is proud to be the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Well, the Astros turn to Jose Urquidy in Game 3 today, and we've seen it already from Urquidy in his brief big league career that he can handle this postseason stage. Yeah, we listened to him after the game yesterday talking to the media. Man, he seems very confident, and I love that. You know, you think about a team like the Astros and how do you not get ahead of yourselves when you're trying to clinch uh, these types of games, but it's because of their experience, and the experience matters, and Urquidy has that experience. He, he pitched in Game 4 of the World Series last year, and he came up came out smelling like a rose, and I just think that he's got that pedigree. He's been doing this for a long time in Mexico. He was on those teams with Osuna, Arias, and those guys, and uh, he's built for this. He throws a lot of strikes. He doesn't get a lot of swing and miss, but he pitches inside, and he'll pitch to a game plan. For the A's, they're going with left-hander Jesus Lazardo, turned 23 last week, making his second postseason start. Yeah, you start to wonder if he's ready, so he pitched in game one against the Chicago White Sox in that wild card series. And a lot of people came out of that thinking, you know what, maybe he wasn't ready because of some of the mistakes he made. So uh, we, when you get out and when the rubber meets the road, are you going to overthrow with the game on the line? Or are you going to make a mistake with the base open, those types of things? And in that game one in the, in the wild card series against the White Sox, those are exactly the type of mistakes he made. Did he learn from it or will he do it again? Keys to the game presented by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals in all models. Honda, the official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, as you can imagine, after the game last night and before the game today, A's manager Bob Melvin getting a lot of questions about what do the A's need to do to get back into this series? What needs to happen? And Bob Melvin saying today, it's really simple, win game three. And I think that's very true when you just think about you win game three if you're in Oakland, all of a sudden the pressure is back on the Astros in game four. So obviously the Astros want to prevent that scenario happening because right now all the pressure is on Oakland. Well, yeah, it is. It is. And it seems very familiar for, for us and the Astros because this is exactly where the Tampa Bay Rays were last year. And then they win game three. 
then they win game four. Then who's who's the pressure on that? Right. And then it was the Astros, but they came through, luckily, uh, but it wasn't easy. So you have to take care of business as it's uh, per, right in front of you right now. And the Astros have the Oakland A's in front of them. Uh, I don't know how it happened, but the chip was on the Oakland A's shoulder all season long, and this playoff season has come along. And all of a sudden, you watch these two teams play. It looks like the Astros have that big, huge chip on their shoulder right now, and they look very aggressive. Without a doubt. Coming up next, we'll hear from Astros manager Dusty Baker, and a little later, we'll hear from Astros starting pitcher Lance McCullers Jr., but now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that goodbye into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford box? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. Manaya delivers, and it's a breaking ball. That one's punished to left field. Far and deep, it's gone. George Springer makes it 2-1 to one on a shot to left center field. And Springer's dominance at Dodger Stadium continues. The most postseason home runs in Astros history. This man, his first this postseason, the 16th of his postseason career. Maldonado, though, certainly a threat. Oh, one. And Maldonado lifts this one, left center deep. It sends back Canna, still going back, looking up. See you later! Martin Maldonado goes yard, and the Astros' lead is 4-2. to Boy, he's always a threat in that ninth spot. Maldonado, once again, a big blow, and the Astros get one back. It's funny, when you watch these two teams, Robert played during the regular season, it was the Oakland A's who were the aggressors. They look like they were the team playing with the chip on their shoulder. The 1-0. And that's a ground ball pass. Fromber backhanded by Altuve behind second. Jump throw to first on a hop, and it's in time to get Piscotti. Altuve was a step onto the outfield grass behind second base and still able to get his man. A 1-2-3 inning for Fromber Valdez. And through five innings in game two of the American League Division Series, Astros 5, A's 2. Working hard out there on a warm afternoon in Los Angeles. Astros lead by three. Here's the 3-2 pitch. Curveball, and it's hit into center field. And Springer's going to have room. About three steps shy of the warning track. And Valdez, through seven innings, has a 5-2 lead. The Astros trying to make it 2-0 in the American League Division Series. Paredes delivers. And Grossman lifts this one into center. Freezes Springer in his tracks. Comes in a couple of steps. Make the catch. And the inning is over. So Anoli Paredes has faced... Nine batters in the ALDS and has retired all of them, including his three today. And we head to the ninth inning in game two of the American League Division Series. Astros five, A's two. Simeon with the lead off first. Held on there by Yuli. And field shaded to pull against the right-handed hitting Pender. The 2-2. Breaking ball, grounded left side, right at Correa. He picks it up, scoops to Altuve, throws to first, in time, double play, game over. Two games to none lead for the Astros in the ALDS as they defeat the Oakland A's 5-2. The Astros one went away from another trip to the ALCS. Astros have now taken a 2-0 advantage in the ALDS four years in a row. 
They've done it with great pitching, done it with good defense, timely hitting. It's not over yet, but the Astros are playing great baseball. Picked up another win over the Oakland A's yesterday to go up two games to none in this best uh, best of five American League division series, and obviously on the brink of getting back to the ALCS for the, this Astros club. And I mean, we've really seen these, these first two games, the Astros really put together two complete games and, and big, big reason why they've been able to pick up a couple of wins. Well, yeah, we did. And, uh, you know, we were getting some timely hitting, you know, some good pitching, good pitching out of our bullpen. And more importantly, you know, um, you know, we played better, the best defense we've played all year. Uh, we've turned some some key double plays. I mean, you know, and, uh, you know, between, um, you know, Jose um, Altuve and, and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and um, Correa. I mean, these guys up the middle are, are playing some great defense. You know, Yuli's picking them in the dirt when they're in the dirt. And, uh, you know, the defense, you know, keeps you in the ball game. And uh, you can, you lose games on defense. You don't win them necessarily, but you can lose them on defense and, until our offense get a chance to, to do something. George Springer put together a really solid season in 2020, but it just seems like he takes it to another level in the postseason. I know it's the first time you've gotten to see it uh, mm-hmm. up close and personal as the Astros manager, but two home runs yesterday, and, man, he's been playing fantastic this entire postseason. Well, he has, and, uh, you know, he was warming up toward the end of the season. And uh, like, I, like I've told everybody, you know, these guys are used to f- – you know, five or 600 at bats. And right now they're, they're around the 200 at bat mark, which would actually be like June, uh, you know, in the regular season. So uh, it, it takes a while. And, and the pitchers were ahead of these guys, you know, and now, now they're catching up to them and they're, and they're making up for lost time. So uh, it sure is fun to watch George hit and, uh, you know, to watch his energy that he has, uh, you know, and seeing some of the guys that are, uh, you know, swinging better. You know, Jose is swinging better. Gregman's swinging better. Uh, we got to get Tuck going again and and Yuli going. And uh, um, so, you know, we got Diaz today in the DH spot, you know, against Lazardo. And, uh, you know, today's going to be extremely tough, tough game because, you know, to take the, you know, the last breath and the life out of the opposition um, is always difficult. But, you know, we'd like to jump them early and take some of the fight and the sting out of them. Robert Valdez has been great throughout this season and was consistently going deep in the game. Six starts out of his 10. He went at least seven innings, but you don't always know how that's going to translate in a, in a postseason scenario, especially since Robert's pretty new to the, to the postseason. But he really set the tone for you yesterday. And seven innings in a postseason game almost seems like a complete game these days because you don't see too many starters well, get that far. Yeah, well, you know, they don't condition them to go that far. And they don't train them to go that far mentally or physically. And to go that far, you know, a lot of it's, uh, you know, mental strength. And uh, to tell you the truth, I don't even know if Framber thinks is this is the playoffs, to tell you the truth to me and you. Mm-hmm. And that helps, uh, you know, that's to his benefit. And I think it really helped, you know, uh, to not have to start that game uh, in, in Minnesota, you know, to, 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 you know, to piggyback and come in in the middle of the game. Uh, you know, I think, you know, eased his frustration and made it easier for him to start the game, you know, yesterday. And uh, when I called him in the office and told him that he was starting yesterday, uh, a couple of days ago, he told me, he says, fine, man, you know, if you want me to relieve, I kind of like that too. 
And so, uh, you know, he has a great attitude about things. And I got to give Maldi a lot of credit because Maldi's directing these guys. You know, I mean, they're not doing it on their own. You know, you know, Maldi's my field general. He knows when to go out and, and give him a pat on the back or call a timeout. Or he also knows when to go out and, and, uh, and chastise them and, and get on their butt. So, uh, uh, you know, he's showing the value of a, you know, of a team, a leader, and a catcher. Jose Urquidy getting the start uh, in a potential clinching game for the, the Astros uh, today. Uh, what went into that decision? Obviously, the news that you mentioned yesterday with Granke having some arm soreness, I, I'd imagine, had to factor into it to a certain extent as well. Yeah, yeah, the, and, and then also, you know, I mean, Urquidy's been actually, you know, throwing better than, than, than Zach. I mean, he's been throwing as good as anybody that we have. And uh, so, you know, we hope that he can take us deep into the game again and uh, and 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 we can hopefully, you know, uh, sweep today and then give Zach a couple more days off even because, you know, he'll he'll probably be ready to throw tomorrow. But, you know, we'll have to see uh, uh, and in a couple of days off, you know, wouldn't hurt him at all. Is it tough sometimes not to? Because, I mean, you obviously want to close out the series today, but you also have to keep in mind if there is a game four or a game five, is it is it tough? tougher sometimes in these situations to to not think ahead a little bit and at least have all the contingency plans and obviously the hope is that that you close it out today yeah i mean you know i mean you can't look forward to tomorrow you know because uh you know that's that you know that's dangerous you know you gotta live for today but uh, i mean you're aware of tomorrow but 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 you gotta you gotta live for today i mean you can't just you know spend all your money today and figure out what we're gonna do tomorrow <laughs> so you know enjoy some of it but save some for tomorrow but uh you know if we have a chance to you know to ease it out and then and, and ice the game today that's what we'll do because you know i've been on both sides i've been on both sides where we let them off the carpet and then they come back and bite you and then uh, uh you know you certainly don't want that to happen so let's let's jump them early all right dusty baker thanks for joining us and uh, good luck today all right thank you man all right, we'll be back with more of Astro Launch right after this. This episode of AstroCast is brought to you by Carbock Brewing. Welcome back to Astro Launch, everybody. This is Steve Sparks with Game 1 starter Lance McCullers Jr. And Lance, uh, this series, this postseason so far, you guys have gotten out to a blazing start. What separates this team uh, in the postseason as far as demeanor and being able to play their best baseball? Um, you know, the stakes are higher, obviously. Um, we have a team, a lot of guys, um, you know, who have been there and done that beyond the 2017 team. A lot of the members of our team were on our, uh, were on our squad for 2018. We, we went to the ALCS. Uh, we're a part of our squad. We, last year, we went to the World Series. So um, we have a lot of great veteran leadership here. Um, and I think that uh, the young guys have been huge for us all year. I, I think the, that's one of the most impressive things for me as uh, watch the, the guys come up, make their debuts, yeah. um, you know, kind of watch their, um, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, trials and tribulation points, but bounce back from those. And have really been huge for us um, here in the playoffs. Um, and of course it, it never hurts when, when, when you have our boys like Springer, yeah. uh, Carlos and, and, and those dudes, um, you know, starting to go off. All right. I want to talk about a couple of those things you brought up. Um, you're sitting on, on the bench and you watch this lineup start to, start to get going and you can sense the excitement. I would imagine I've sat on the bench and seen this happen. 
But this group, man, when, once they get it going, the bats start going. Uh, the hot teams win these tournaments, don't they? Yeah. I, I made a point the other day, um, you know, going back to 2011, 12, 13, 14, 15. I know all of those years you had multiple teams winning the World Series and a lot of teams participating in the World Series that are wildcard teams. And people, you know, seem to forget that because a lot of the last couple of years – it's been all the big boys who have, have been winning the divisions. Right. Uh, but when you get in the postseason, man, you know, records, uh, what you have or haven't done during the season, it, it kind of goes out the window, um, you know, to the point of like, it's not going to help you in these games, in these moments. Mm. So I, I think that uh, we understood, you know, we had a lot of injuries throughout the year. You know, we lost our Cy Young winner. We lost the American League Rookie of the Year. We lost the uh, – the youngest player to ever reach 150 saves and Roberto yep. Osuna. Um, and everyone uh, along the roster has kind of been dealing with their own stuff. Some have hit the DL, others haven't. But we knew to get into that postseason, we just played good baseball. Um, defense and pitching win postseasons. And, and, and that's what our team is built on. So um, when you mix in the guys starting to get hot, it's a dangerous mix. Something that I mentioned in the broadcast a lot of times, when you guys make a great play on defense and it's the third out, like Altuve yesterday, makes that play up the middle, you guys get back into the dugout, that's momentum. Man, that carries over to the offense, doesn't it? Yep. Defense sparks rallies. Yeah. Uh, when guy, you know, how often do you see a guy make a great play in the field and they come up the next inning to hit a homer or they get a big hit? Mm -hmm. um, you know, the energy, it, it just flows. So, um, you know, we have um, – we have a lot of amazing defenders on our team, a lot of guys who have won gold gloves, a lot of guys who have, should have already won some, and I, I think a couple more who are going to win some this year. Um, and so, when you know, we have the highest fielding percentage um, in the last however many years. I saw on TV the other day, it's like 991. Uh, right. you know, so our ability to play defense, our ability to uh, throw the ball well, um, that, that's all momentum and, and, and brings those rallies. You guys have Jose Urquidy starting today, and you talk about some of these young players and their demeanor. You put him right toward the top of the list as far as somebody who goes out there and stays within himself and, and looks confident doing it. Yeah, I think, um, you know, we have, uh, we have a lot of flat heart lines on this team. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I think, uh, honestly, it, 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 it sound, I mean, it may sound weird to fans, but it's like um, – we're, we're blessed to play this game and make a living playing this game. Um, you know, I, I think sometimes when people find themselves nervous for these type of games, cause they're making it about something else or making it more than, than it really should be. Um, and we're in a, we're in a great position. We're up 2-0. Um, our bullpen's rested. Like I said, the guys are swinging the bat. So there's no reason why um, we shouldn't be going into these games um, feeling very comfortable and your key um, has great stuff. And, you know, we, we, we expect him to do what he always does and pitch well. Talking with Lance McCullers, Jr. Lance, this is the last thing. How do you guys not get ahead of yourself? You know, you, it gets real exciting uh, when you're one game away from clinching and going on to the next round. But as the game goes along, say you get the lead, how, do you, how does everybody stay in the moment and, and finish this thing off? Experience helps. Um, experience really helps with that. Um, you know, understanding the opponent that we're up against, yeah. you know, they's, um, 
the A's are a very good team. I, I mentioned the other day that uh, you know they have very, they have excellent pitching and they also play good defense. Yeah. Um. So they're a team that we that we know um, was a dangerous team in the postseason. We were very familiar with them. Um. Two, three, four years in a row now. They they've been probably our biggest competition in in, in the division. So we understand what kind of team we're up against. You, you don't want to, um, you know, give that team momentum if you can help it. So you know, that, that kind of goes back to, like, like I mentioned, the, the, the veteran leadership. I think a lot of guys on our team um, that were here in 17 that were a part of the championship team, but, but now, you know, we're the leaders of this team. You know, so I think that's a big motivation um, for a lot of the guys, including myself, is, you know, to be a part of a championship team that you help lead. And, and, and that's part of it, making sure that, you know, we're staying in the moment, making sure that we're not too worried about um, tomorrow's problems. And that, that would go with making sure that every out today um, is played with the same intensity that the last two games were. Well, you guys are playing some great baseball. It's been a lot of fun to watch so far. Keep it going. Uh, thanks for catching up with us. Lance McCullers, Jr. Hi, Steve. Back with more Astro Launch right after this. Astrocast is poured for you by Carbach Brewing. Get highlights, interviews, the latest news surrounding MLB, and your Astros. Brought to you by Carbach Brewing. Looking up. See you later. Into the Landry's Crawford boxes. Subscribe to Astrocast. Expecting a great season with this Astros team. The official podcast of the Houston Astros. It's going to be a lot of fun the whole way. Questions for Ryan Presley. Chandler, you want to start? Sure. Ryan, um, obviously you're a veteran and, and you're used to going uh, two or three days in a row, but Strami said earlier this season that you guys made a concerted effort not to pitch any of you three days in a row um, during the season. How much do you think that's paid off now that you're in the postseason and some of these younger guys and even you may be a little fresher than, than you would be normally? Uh, you know, I think it's paid off definitely. Um, you know, a lot of these guys uh, in the bullpen are young and you know, they want to take the ball every single day, but uh, they know how to manage their, their throwing through their throwing programs uh, before the game. And they know how to, to get hot down in the bullpen without overdoing it. So um, a lot of it's been more so on the guys and how they've been throwing, how many pitches they've thrown throughout the day. So they've been managing that pretty well and, they, and it's kept them, uh, kept them pretty fresh. So I think it's, uh, it's helped out in the long run, but also knowing their bodies and, and how to uh, control the amount of pitches that they throw in a day is also a big help too. Brian McTaggart. How are you feeling? How are you feeling today, Ryan? And do you expect to be able to, to go today once you get out there and uh, play some catch and stuff? Yeah, I mean, once I finish my cup of coffee and start moving around, I'll have a better idea of what's going on. Um, you know, I, I'm preparing to, to pitch like it's a normal day. Um, you know, this is the postseason, so – just got to get my body ready, go out there, play catch, and then we'll go from there. Mark Berman. Ryan, can you, <clears throat> Ryan, can you describe maybe how you feel, how you're, the emotions of the team? Here you are, one one away from advancing, sweeping. What, what's, what's the mood like? Um, you know, it's been the same ever since we got here, really. Um, you know, guys are pretty relaxed. You know, we've been in this situation before. Um, it's just more of going out there, executing our pitches and, and putting together good at bats. So um, right now we're, we're not counting ahead. We're just taking everything pitch by pitch and at bat by at bat. So right now it's, we're not looking forward towards anything else other than just playing this game right now. Jake Kaplan. 
Yeah, Ryan, just in general, overall, this whole season, what have been your impressions of Anoli Paredes? What stands out? Uh, he's a gamer. You know, he, he wants the ball. He loves being in those situations. Um, I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a gritty, tiny, hard-throwing righty that, you know, we all love having him in our bullpen. And uh, he's just a good human being all the way around. So, um, you know, having him down there and, and learning, I think he's going to be a very valuable piece in the bullpen going forward. Anything else for Ryan? Go ahead, David. David Barron. Pardon me. Ryan, how do you, how, how, how do you, how do you judge the developments of, of each of these young pitchers and the improbability of the fact that you've had so many people that have been able to advance beyond expectations in this unusual year? How do I, how do I value them? Or is that what you're asking? Sort of what have you seen that's enabled them to, to, to exceed what uh, to those looking in might be uh, their expectations of them? Uh, you know, I, I think that they're fearless. You know, these guys, they, they don't care what the situation is. They don't care how, how messy the inning is. They want the ball all the time. And um, as a reliever, that's what you have to have to have in your mindset. Um, you, first off, you have to have a short memory, but at the same time, you have to want to be out there every single day. And these guys down there, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade them for anybody else because they want to be out there every single day. So, and that's a huge, huge thing to have. Um, in the bullpen, in the postseason, and, and throughout the regular season. So these guys know how to take it to the next level. They know how to, to keep their bodies ready, and, and they've, they've shown me a lot this year, and, and I'm excited to have them uh, going throughout the postseason. Have they needed any help in developing that sense of amnesia going into the next day, or they sort of come, do they come about it naturally? Uh, you know, I think they've kind of come about it naturally. You know, obviously a lot of them have asked me questions, um, you know, how do I go about my day and how I go, go prepare mentally and stuff like that. So, um, you know, they, they've taken a few things that I've told them, but at the same time, they have to, you know, do their own thing. You know, they, they're their own pitcher. It's their career and, and they got to do what they got to do to, to get ready. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to have these guys with me. And Dusty has said many times that there's, there's this one thing to be able to be trained as a reliever, but when you're trained as a starter, there are certain things you have to learn that they, how, how. Oh, you cut out there, David. How, pardon me. How, how, how have they learned these things that's enabled them to make this jump from being starters to being relievers? Uh, you know, that's, it's the only, you can only do it. I mean, you can't do it mentally. You got to do it, you know, going from a starter to a, to a reliever is extremely difficult. Um, you have to be able to bounce back as a, uh, as fast as you possibly can. And as a starter, you know, you usually have four days, five days in between, um, in between starts. And um, obviously they get their work done, but you, if you throw 25 pitches one night, you got to figure out how you're going to be able to get your body ready to go the next day. Um, and these guys have done that. They've, they've done, you know, they've gone back to back days at, at some of them. Javier has been a starter and I think he's gone back to back for it. It's the same way. And, they know how to they know how to get their body ready and it's it's impressive to watch especially at a young age like there are right now and um, I'm excited because they're they're starting to the grasp the bullpen uh, life. Mark Berman. Ryan, how much of a benefit is it that you guys it's just business as usual right now? Nothing more, nothing any different based on what you're telling. How big a deal is that you think going forward? Uh, you know, I I mean we've been here before, you know, and 
it's uh it's something that we're accustomed to and and you know these guys know what it takes to make it to to the next step and the step after that so um they just like going out playing baseball and we we keep the blinders on and the earplugs in and just keep moving forward and i think that's the way this team's going about it all right thank you ryan thanks guys Yeah, Margaret, if you want to start, if you have a question, go right ahead. Wow, I'm honored. Yeah, you always get shut out. I'm to make you laugh. Your okay. dear friend, Kinjo, he recently announced that he spent $300,000 on plastic surgery. What? For what? To make himself cuter, I guess. Oh, he was handsome already. Come on, Senjo. He could have he could have given me uh, <laughs> half of that. You know what I mean? Well, if you see him or hear from him, tell him I said hello, okay? Best wishes. All right. Thank you. All right. Chandler Rome. Dusty, do you have any further update or clarity on Zach Grinke's status? Uh, No, not yet. He threw yesterday after you guys left. How how did that go? Um, Do you have any idea how that went for him? Well, yeah, uh, Starmie said it went, you know, went pretty good, you know. Uh, especially after I think he had uh, went to see the doctor or something. They said there was nothing structural in there. So he, he felt better, you know, about that. So uh, I'm hoping that we um, win today's game uh, and then and then we'll have a, a few days off, uh, you know, to rehab and, and uh, try to feel better before the next. But we got to win this game first. Would he be an op- is, Would he be available if you guys – don't win today. Would he be available to pitch in this series? Uh, we'll let you know after the game. We'll let you know tomorrow. Brian McTaggart. Overall, what's the status of your bullpen right now, Dusty? Do you feel the, the first three games have, have gone about as well as they could? And um, yeah. you feel comfortable if, if Presley's got to get out there today on three days in a row? Well, we're not, I mean, we're not sure. I mean, like I told you in the, in the past that you know, the life of a closer is a lot of work in a short period of time and then no work uh, and just trying to get some maintenance work. So, uh, you know, I, you know, we'd like to have a big offensive output, uh, you know, for sure. Uh, we don't know uh, Preston's availability until he has to go out and play catch. And then, um, you know, we won't know that for a while. Um, we do know that uh, Paredes, uh, for sure, is not available. For sure is the key word. Yeah, you said that yesterday. You're sure this time. I didn't say I said probably. I said yesterday. You guys left off probably. <laughs> I did not say for sure yesterday. <laughs> okay, you're right. I think I had probably in there too, so. Okay, well, most, of, most people didn't have probably. You know what I mean? That's what I heard. How many have probably? I don't know. I just couldn't speak for myself. I think I had probably. Okay, no problem. Mark Berman. Dusty, I didn't do either, so I'm safe. So okay. uh, I, I wanted to double check. So if there is a game four and if there is a game five, do you have? Do you know who you're planning on starting, or is that up in the air given the Grinky situation? Yeah, exactly. You answered your own question. Yeah, it is up in the air, given the Grinky situation. 
and depending on how, how today's game goes. You know what I mean? John Jay. Wait, wait, that's uh, Shinjo as in the center fielder, Shinjo? Yeah, yeah, Shinjo as in the center fielder. Okay. That's I, mean, I, heard he bought, I heard he bought an island someplace. Well, I heard that before, too. He must have made a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Dusty, you, you mentioned yesterday um, you, you've been up 2-0 before in the postseason. Um, mm -hmm. what, what could you draw from previous postseasons as like, the only manager to ever get five teams to October? Well, you know, like you try to ice them as soon as possible. I mean, I, the, <clears throat> you know, in Cincinnati, we were up 2 nothing on the Giants. And uh, uh, I think uh, we lost uh, – a game, a two to one game or a three to two game, uh, one game uh, in the in the eighth or ninth, we had runner on third with two outs and uh, Scott Rowland never misses a ball and the ball hopped up on him and then they scored from third base on the run and then from there on they went on to win the next two games. So, uh, you know, you try to get them over as soon as you as soon as you can, you know, with no panic involved, and that's what, you know, naturally, but you try to not get them, let them get off the mat. Okay, thanks. I'll have to read up on Shinjo some more. Yeah, please. He was married to, he, he was married to uh, Miss Japan or, or some title, Miss Kame Girl or something, yeah. Margaret, right, Margaret? Well, she was a famous person, but I'm not sure whether she was an actress or model or... She was good looking, I'll say that. Very good looking. Very, yeah. Jay Kaplan, did you have a question? Yeah, um, you, you mentioned Paredes, but, but would you have Christian Javier available today? Possibly, yeah, possibly. But, you know, we're trying to, you know, preserve, you know, him also, because he hadn't been in his role either. You know what I mean? So, uh, like I said, possibly. And... You know, like we try to win the game, but then, you know, something, if Grinky can't go, then then he would be a, a possible candidate also. Uh, let me Diaz will be next. I let Ms. Ryan talked about how it's, it's just, I have two questions actually, about how uh, it's business as usual in that locker room, even though you guys are in a clinching situation. How significant is that y'all's approach? I mean, like, playoff is a new start, you know, like, uh, we know what's the top um, uh, season, you know, but as soon as we get the playoff, you know, like, we know how to play in playoff, you know, we got guys in the locker room have been here before, so they are ready for the situation. What does it mean to you to be in a lineup in, a, in this elimination game? Excited, man, excited to be in the lineup, you know, like, uh, try to contribute to the team today and hopefully get a win. Jose Arquiti will be next. Jose, what does it mean to you to, to get the start in this situation in, a, in, a, in an elimination game, a chance to advance? Um, I know that means a lot. I got the ball tomorrow, so I'm feeling very good. Uh, I think I will, I will do a good job tomorrow. I'm very focused on the hitters and I'm very, very concentrated to do my job. And I think it's going to be a hard game, but, but – as what I said, I'm feeling good, and and I, I got my focus 100% very good with that team. You've talked about it in the past. How special is it that they have that kind of confidence in you? Well, 
eh, hace toda la pasada de que tan especial que tienen esa confianza en ti de, de verte la pelota en, en una situación así. Uh, that's, that, that means a lot for me. I think I got a confidence in the, in the staff for, for giving me the ball and, and I, will, I will do the job and try to do my best. Jay Kaplan. Yeah, Jose, we didn't find out you were starting till, till just now. I'm, I'm curious, when, when did you know that? When did they tell you that you were starting tomorrow? Uh, they told me that today morning and um, they got me the new for start tomorrow and and they told me that I'm going to start today and, and I'm just concentrated yeah, on tomorrow. Uh, Jose, uh, Dusty just said that Zach Granke's been dealing with some arm issues. With that being said, do you feel any sense of urgency to try and close this series out tomorrow? Yeah, it's, it's tough, I'd say, for the team. Um, Zach having some issues with his arm, but I don't feel any kind of extra pressure. Um, I'm just focused on what I have to do tomorrow and doing my job to make sure that we can be successful tomorrow. Yeah, obviously, it's a big game for us tomorrow. It's a chance to eliminate uh, the other team. It's a, it's a big game for everybody. Um, the team has been playing really well. We've been hitting really well um, and just playing all, all around good baseball, but I don't have any nerves around that. Um, I'm just concentrated, and then if anything gives me more desire to go out there and play because it's a big game tomorrow and a chance to uh, to advance. Yeah, I think I feel really good physically. I feel really fresh, uh, ready to go tomorrow. And obviously, it's a huge help having a catcher like Maldonado behind the plate. Um, just having him help me and following his signs um, is a huge help for me and gives me a lot more confidence on the mound that I can just follow him, and then we'll have success. George Springer will be next. Yeah, George. Um... It feels like we ask you this after every after every at bat, but, but what is it like for you to just be so locked in right now in the postseason? And what makes what makes you so able to get locked in every postseason? Um, you know, one again, um, <clears throat> I'm just trying to help the team win. And two, I mean, it's the playoffs, and you know, it, this is this is supposed to be fun. Um, you got to enjoy it because, like I, I've, I've said before, and and I believe it is. You don't know if, if you're ever going to get back here. So the times that you are here, you might as well try to have fun. Mark Berman. George, um, the obvious question, what does it mean to be up 2-0, the significance, and how does it feel to be 2-0 and on the verge of going back to the ALCS for the fourth consecutive year? Uh, yeah, no, no, obviously it's, it's, um, it's big for us, but – that's not outstanding aim over there. And, you know, it's, it's, again, it's about inning by inning, pitch by pitch, you know, we understand what um, the A's can do both offensively and on the mound. So it's, it's, it's honestly just about going pitch by pitch and we'll see what happens. What about what you're doing? I mean, I know it's asking you about numbers is, like wasting my time, but <laughs> you got more homers than anybody else in Astros history in the postseason. You got more postseason homers than Babe Ruth. What do all these things mean to you, George? Um, I don't know. Again, I don't really pay attention to that stuff. You know, I'd, I'd rather win. You know, I, I would, would much rather us win. Um, so, I, again, I don't, don't really pay any, any attention to it. Brian McTaggart. I was thinking of a feeling that it looks like you lost track of the, uh, I think it was the pender fly ball. And then uh, the way the sky is, it looks uh, just a helpless feeling when you're, you're putting your hands out right there and you, you don't know where it is. Yeah. Um, I believe it was Davis when he, he hit the homer. Um, I had it for a good chance. And then 
I lost it. Um, you know, I was I was was saying I can't see it. Um, the ball went right in the sun. I mean, fortunately for me, it it, it was basically over the fence. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's a a pretty helpless feeling. You know, it's a, it's a very very high sky here. Um, the sun is right over you, especially in in uh, the early innings. So, I mean, a tough luck for me right there, but it is what what it is. Richard Justice. George, uh, I have two questions. One, did you ever lose confidence in the group, in the team, during a tough regular season? And, and second, I, and I've asked you this before, what does it mean to be part of this group that's, that has had so much success to be one of the core guys? Um, well, one, no. Um, I've played with all these guys my whole career. Um, I know what they can do. I've seen it happen day in and day out for uh, six-plus years, and and I believe in them. Um, you know, us as a team believes in each other. Yeah, sure. You know, we, we, we had a, a, a little bit of a, um, a harder year this year. And I, I, I think um, we, we expect to play well all the time. And when you don't, it, it, it is a, a little bit hard, but um, it's fun. You know, this is, this is, this is a team that believes in one another, sticks together um, and are really, really tries to enjoy the day. Did you look at the playoffs as a, a turn the page, hey, zero, zero, was that a big thing? Uh, I mean, the playoffs are the playoffs. You know, every team starts over again. Um, it doesn't matter if you're the one seed or, or the eight seed. You're, you're, you're in and anything can happen. Greg Bailey. George, you're telling us that, that, that you're having so much fun. How much of that is key to what you're able to do in the postseason that it is fun to you? And, and what specifically is so much fun about postseason baseball? Um, it's honestly about enjoying the moment. You know, again, un understanding that you may never get back to being here um, ever again. You know, there are, are guys that go their whole careers without, without stepping foot on the field in the playoffs. So, you know, be, being – being fortunate enough to be here um, is, you know, it's an honor. It's fun. Um, but again, you know, you, you just, you just honestly want to just attempt or, you know, try to enjoy the moment and honestly, whatever happens, happens, you move on to the next day. Randy McElroy. Hey, George, uh, how much has the, the playoff experience you guys have had in the last several years how are you noticing that it's paying off now in the twin series and already in this Oakland series? And second part to the question is pitching offense. You know, you got to have it in the playoffs, but you got a great defensive play from Jose Altuve today, just for example, up the middle. What does all that mean when you got all the pieces coming together and, and uh, when, it, when the pressure's on to, to, to make these plays and get it done? Yeah. You know, I, I was always taught that there's no substitute for experience and, and, kind of understanding what you have to do emotionally um, all day, you know, mentally, physically, um, being extremely fortunate enough to be in this position, you know, a few times. So, you know, I, I just think our team understands kind of what you have to do, you know, how to sort of navigate the day, um, you know, understand to stay in the moment, you know, don't, don't get too high, don't get too low. And, and you know, I, I, I think it shows, you know, that guys are really, really, um, move past and at bat. Um, guys will move, move past a bad pitch or a, a, a play because it's a, not about you know stats in the playoffs. It's it's about wins and you know just go out and do what you can in that moment and you move on. 
David Barron. George, outfielders don't give any chances with Framber Valdez is, is pitching. Can you describe what you're seeing out there when he's getting so many ground ball outs? Um, I mean, that's who he is. You know, he, he can move the ball around with the best of them. Um, you know, he, he can he can throw the way that he wants to throw. And, and you know, again, I uh, I didn't really help him out um, uh, today. But, I mean, it's it kind of is what it is. But, yeah, you know, he, he can just really, really execute. Um, he understands – what his stuff does and and uh you know it, especially with uh, Maldonado um to 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 really really hone him back in if if uh if things start getting a little out of there Chandler did you have another one yeah um George uh Reddick a couple days ago kind of talked about this being he, he was he was approaching this as it was the last hurrah to this court are you approaching it are you approaching this run the same way um, I'm looking at it every day is a new day, honestly, you know, you, you, you understand what each day presents and you go from there and honestly, whatever happens at the end of the day happens and you cross that bridge when you get to it. Jason Beck. Yeah, George, um, your numbers at Dodger stadium are very impressive. I think now only Reggie Jackson has more postseason home runs there. Is there a familiarity and a comfort level there that helps you even in this strange setting of playing a series here as a neutral team? And are you surprised by how the ball is playing here during day games? Um, no, I don't know. Again, you know, I, I just, I really just try to enjoy the moment. Um, and that's it to be completely honest with you as, as, as a, for the, the way that the ball flies, I don't play here all year. So I don't know, um, if this is normal, if it's not normal, um, a, a, as opposed to night, day, or whatever. Um, I just kind of take the elements for what they are. I mean, it's it's hot. That's kind of the only thing that I can really speak to. Um, and I go from there. We have time for one more question. Gabe Lockus, you can take it. Hey, George, you've uh, gone to the playoffs with so many Astros teams now, and, and you've had the core there. Uh, for a lot of it, but uh, you know this team is a little different, a little mix of old and new. What's what's the identity of this team? Is it still kind of finding itself? And, and how do you like the the mix with the old the new guys coming in and, and contributing uh, along with uh, some of you uh, long time guys? Yeah, you know I I, I really really like the guys um, who are here now. Um, you know the guys who who have stepped up, you know, Anoli Paredes, Blake Taylor, um, Andre Scrub, you know, I, I could, I can name them all, you know, Christian Javier, um, Al Tucker. I mean, there, there's, there's a lot of younger faces um, that have really, really stepped up this year. And it's, it's, uh, it's been fun. Um, you know, these guys are, are, are breath fresh air. You know, they, they like to have fun every single day. Um, they enjoy being here, enjoy, um, the, you know, this, the, the whole experience of, of, you know, of the big stadiums and all this. So it's, it's, it's been an interesting dynamic for, for us, but th this is our team. This is who we got. And this is what we're going to roll with. All right. From Valdez should be next. Dusty was talking about how you made some adjustments from uh, the, the A's. We're trying to go to right field uh, got away from them early on. Can you just tell us about the adjustments you made as that game went on? Yeah, I'm always super focused on what the batter is trying to do. Um, every motion that he does and what he's trying to do with his swing is positioning in the box. Um, all the other same thing throughout the whole game. Every single pitch, we're looking at what the hitter's trying to do. And we saw that the hitters are trying to go the opposite way a lot early in the game. So we made that adjustment of trying to force them to hit it to where we wanted to. Got a lot of rollovers by coming inside on them. Um, we were able to make that adjustment and, and to, to win uh, the game by, by making those adjustments. 
Romber, what does it mean to you that when, when the game was over and George Springer was on national television, he was asked about you and he said, you have been unbelievable. Yeah, it means a lot to me because uh, my first couple of years here in Houston obviously weren't the greatest. Uh, they were a little bit unstable. Um, and I think I came to this year with a, with a really positive attitude, a positive mindset um, to demonstrate that I'm able to get out of tough situations, uh, both in the regular season and here in the playoffs. Uh, that, that whenever I get into a bit of a difficulty, I have the, the focus and the discipline to get through those situations. And I think I've shown that to my teammates. And it means a lot that they recognize that and, and trust in what I'm able to do on the mound. David Barron. You had two double plays behind you today, and the Astros turned three today. Can you describe the quality of the defense that worked in your favor for this game? Yeah, the defense has always been quality behind me. Um, and, and like I've always said, uh, it's a blessing for a pitcher to get a double play ball. And it's a little bit tough for a pitcher when you have a runner on first because you're not 100% focused on the plate. Um, you lose a little bit of focus and then think about the guy on first uh, base a little bit. So whenever I have a runner on base, my biggest focus is to get a ground ball to get those double plays. Uh, I'm not worried about punching anybody out. I just want to get that double play because that alleviates you as a pitcher, cleans the bases, and you can return to focusing 100% on the batter. So uh, I was able to get a couple of those, and I have a great defense behind me to, to get that done. I feel like I'm playing the best baseball of my life right now, honestly, and uh, I'm trying to just enjoy it. Um, I feel grateful for all the opportunities that I've had. I'm trying to take advantage of every single opportunity that I get in this playoffs, and uh, it doesn't matter how much success I have, so I always just – Stay focused. I can never lose my focus. Doesn't matter how good things are going. Um, these will be memories for me that I can I can look back on. But I can't I can't let things get out of hand. And I need to stay focused um, and just enjoy the most. We have time for one more question, Francis. All right, uh, Martin Maldonado will be next. Yeah, Martin, can you describe what it's like to play with and watch George Springer in the postseason? Oh, he's fun. Really fun to watch. As a guy, see like he's he's doing. Do the same thing every year, you know. That's, um, it's, it's, it is unreal, you know, the, the stuff they've been doing um, lately. Because you know, that's a guy probably they love being that moment. Two questions, Martin. Again, uh, talking about George. One, is there anything, anything he does that, ever, that amazes you, or you just come to expect him doing this kind of stuff? on this stage, and I'm going to ask you a follow after that. Um, yeah, you know, that's, that's something they have done before. That's something that we know when he gets hot. is, you know, he's unreal. He's Georgie, you know, his best. You know, we've seen him do all the year. Um, I think he finished the season really, really strong, and, uh, you know, he carried that into the postseason. Of, you know, um, and nobody can be in a better place than, than, than he is right now. Fromber says he is playing the best baseball of his life right now. What do you think about that? What do you think about what he's doing? Who say that? Fromber. Fromber. Um, no, that's a guy. That's a guy that um, you know, he being he being our our horse. You know, that's a guy that been, you know, when we needed the most, he always step up, and uh, it's nothing different than what he did today. Um, upon the strike zone, you know, his curveball was nasty like, like like always. Um. You know, the sinker was moving the way it should be. You know, he's got two homers in his middle, middle pitches. And, uh, you know, like like I said before, you know, him, Javier, those are guys that have been, you know, carrying us, especially from the starting standpoint. You know, those guys, you know, even when my colleague went down, they step up. And, uh, you know, we got, you know, nobody talk about JB. Um, was hurt, you know, he's hurt. And, uh, those, those two guys are step up big time now. You know, something that you, you know, you 
you always want to ask when somebody goes down, somebody else step up. And, um, and we're glad enough that we got two guys that have stepped up for, for us. Framber being one of them. Did you have to give Framber any encouragement to sort of step him back into things in the first inning when he got off to a little bit of a rocky start? Yeah, I did. And though I talked to him about it, he told me he told me that if I was if I was mad, I say, "This is play of baseball. It's no time for error. You know, we gotta, we gotta stay focused on first pitch." And uh, I saw some fastball in ninety. I said, well, "What is that? One, you gotta say how it how it got warm here." So I say, "Hey, it's too hot out there, so it just should be warm." Martin, how much pride? you take in uh, contributing with your uh, your power at the plate? And if you could just take us through your uh, home run that got you guys going again. I feel like the last couple of days I got um, good pitches to hit. You know, I didn't, I didn't put a good swing on it today. I, I was able to, um, to have more consistent at-bats. Um, it's always good, you know, when you try to contribute. And, uh, like I say, you know, I got a big protection. I got Georgie behind me. So. Martin, Dusty just told us that, that Grinky's got a little bit of arm soreness. Have you talked to him recently? And, and what, what what do you know about how he's feeling? Um, I just find out about the media. You know, I think, like, when I was reading Twitter in the training room, and uh, now I haven't talked to him about it. Uh, you know, um, we'll see after I see him. You know, I haven't seen him yet. Um, you know, he's a huge blow for those. He's a guy that, you know, they're going to go out there and compete. Um, every patient, uh, and I don't know. I don't know what is the next step after the answer. Martin, can you tell us what it means to you and your teammates to be up 2-0 and you're 1-1 away from going to the ALCS? Um, yeah, it's another game. You know, we feel we feel excited. We um, we play in the way um, we should play, and uh, you know, season is not over. They have a good, you know. Um, the series, no, we have a good thing out there. We got to go out there tomorrow and um, keep doing what we have been doing last two games. You know, push from growing the board and uh, kind of limit the damage. You know, they, they have guys that um, you know can take you deep anytime, anywhere from the at the ballpark. You know, from line to line. And, uh, I guess the longer they can hit and solo homer, doesn't doesn't gonna hurt us. Hey, Martin, is uh, is Zach with you guys in LA? Of course it is. Astrocast is brought to you by Carbach Brewing, the official podcast of the Houston Astros. See you later! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.